Hello and welcome to The Homeschool Effect. This is Josh's Take. Now Josh's Take are episodes that are too short for a full-length episode. However, they are too long for TikTok. So we, here we are, Josh's Takes. They're little snippets you'll get on Sundays, thoughts I have, answers to questions. And hey everyone, I do take requests. So if you have a question that would like to be answered on Josh's Take, go ahead and shoot me an email that's host at homeschooleffectpodcast.com. Again, host at homeschooleffectpodcast.com. I'll also put my email in the show notes so you can just copy and paste it if you prefer to do it that way. Or shoot me a message on Instagram. All right, today's topic is picking the right homeschool co-op. Not all homeschool co-ops are created equal, and I know. So I have lived in about eight different states growing up, just the nature of my dad's job, and I was homeschooled in all of them. And I attended uh, normally about two co-ops at once. So I've, I've had experience with a wide range of different types of homeschool co-ops growing up. I want to share with you my thoughts on picking one that, that's right for you. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with what a homeschool co-op is, a homeschool co-op is like a, think of it like a one kind of day, out of, one day out of the week school for homeschoolers. And normally the organization, or normally the group is made up of uh, homeschool moms, maybe people in the community like retired professors, sometimes homeschool dads, and they provide a supplement uh, to think to, to your kid's education for things that you can't teach your kids or don't want to teach your kids. <laughs> And it's also a great way to socialize with other homeschoolers and meet other homeschool families. So me personally, I took a lot of math classes and uh, science classes at these homeschool co-ops because my mom has an English degree and a journalism degree, and that's not her strong suit. So I would supplement classes and I would take physics from a, from a retired uh, college professor in chemistry. I would take math from someone that used to teach in the public school system. But there's other classes too. I, I took a speech class. I took yearbook. I took drama. I took stage combat, I took Taekwondo, I took PE, I took the science of Star Wars, I took Lego engineering, I took a film class, my sister did ballet, I've taken photography. Needless to say, there are a wide range of classes you can take at co-ops. But again, not all co-ops are created equal. And what I mean by that is some co-ops exist um, to send your kid to college, to get him to a good college. Right, so a lot of the classes might be uh, STEM heavy, so science, technology, engineering, math, and that's all they focus on. And their job is to rigorously train you and educate you in these subjects so you can get into like an MIT. And if that's not something your kid's interested in, don't go to that (laughs) co-op. Or maybe go there so they can just take one math class, right? Other co-ops really care more about uh, maybe some of the liberal arts type of education. So they have drama, and then they have theater, they have singing lessons, piano lessons, improv, and that's something that they focus on. Some co-ops have both, STEM and the kind of liberal arts, kind of humanities type of education. Some co-ops maybe care about um, doing a field trip together, right? So this one co-op we were part of, we would do a field trip one week, and then the next week we would talk about it and write a paper on it, and then the next week we'd go, we would go on another field trip, and then the next week we would come back and talk about our experience together and the papers that we've written. And we break up kind of in in age group to talk about that. Some co-ops solely focus on the community. So they just have their kids come together and um, maybe they offer one to two classes, maybe a math class, maybe an English class. And then the rest of the time is um, kids just playing with each other, you know, organized games, things like that. Find the co-op that's right for you. Find the thing that you're looking to supplement for your kid's education and find the co-op that matches that. Of course, you know, they're, they're... Tons of co-ops in some areas and some areas don't have co-ops, but 
just keep that in mind as you're looking around and you're looking for things to supplement for your child. Maybe you want to go out there and have your kids make friends. And so maybe you want to go to more community-based co-op. Maybe you want your kid to get into a really good college that uh, focuses on engineering. Send them to a STEM-based co-op. Maybe your kid wants to go to film school. Send them to a co-op that offers a film class, maybe a photography class, a screenwriting class. And if you're willing to put in the work, like my mom did, create your own co-op. <laughs> my mom created a classical conversations and type of inspired co-op that she was the principal, air quotes, for an administrator for. Because in a certain area we were in, they lacked that type of uh, co-op. So she just created her own and brought in a couple of their families and we had our own co-op that we met uh, once a week. So I hope this provided a little bit of insight if you were unfamiliar with co what co-ops are or if you're unfamiliar that there are other types of co-ops out there. <laughs> That's all I have for today. Again, if you have any questions or any topics you'd like me to cover and Josh's take, shoot me an email at host at homeschooleffectpodcast.com or message me on Instagram. Everyone have a great week. I'll see you next time.